You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. David Eicholt, Sean Bach, HawkeyeInsider.com with another edition of the Swarmcast 24-7 Sports. Before we get things started, we've had an outstanding, outstanding response to our 50% off sale heading into fall camp, a ton of VIP scoop, and a lot more stuff about what's going on within Iowa Athletics. So if you love what we do here, 24-7 Sports, HawkeyeInsider.com, be sure to take advantage of that deal. It's not going to last too much longer. And I would love, love for the Iowa site to be number one in the Big Ten and new signups. So be sure to go to HawkeyeInsider.com for that. But Sean, exciting times for Iowa right now. Obviously, there's a lot of football talk. We'll get into that as the, the days go by. But what a huge, huge day for Iowa basketball. And it seems like Fran McCaffrey and company are really starting to hit their stride on the recruiting trail. On Saturday, four-star wing Price Sanford made it official that he will be an Iowa Hawkeye. Again, a big win for this Iowa staff. It was never really a slam dunk that price was going to be a Hawkeye, but they put the full court press on him. Right. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned to Dave and we mentioned in another video too, then, you know, anyone who's really followed this recruitment for the last, you know, almost a year at this point, I mean, even before that Iowa was really showing interest in price, but you know, it almost just seemed like a perfect storm going into last weekend. And obviously there was a story you know, throughout the winter and, you know, early part of spring, it's like, how much does Iowa really want to pursue Price Hanford? And a lot of people are saying, okay, like, you know, they're going to go hard after him right after the offer. But I think there was a lot of wait and see with Price. I mean, I think it was more from a, I mean, from a scoring standpoint, he could really, he could really go. Um, You really proved that this year. Defensively is where, you know, there were some struggles at first. There were some concerns, athleticism, but he really proved a lot of people wrong in that regard. And, you know, it's more and more as Iowa saw him, especially this AAU season, the staff kind of came together and said, like, hey, guys, like, he's the perfect fit for what we want to do. What we want to have is positionless wing. I mean, he's grown four inches in the past two years. He's up to six, seven now, could be six, eight, not much shorter than Peyton, who is listed at six foot nine, I believe. But yeah, from an athletic standpoint, I went to an open gym for Price in October. And he was playing a bunch of guys that were trying out for the team. And, you know, I, I kind of knew going into that thing that Iowa was obviously, I mean, they offered him already, but, you know, they were kind of slow. I wouldn't say slow playing a little bit, but they were kind of taking things a little, a little slower with price, even though the offer, so we're still kind of evaluating him. And I mentioned that one of the concerns with him in my mind was athleticism. And, you know, I think he improved laterally quickness this year, but 
he had a fast break dunk in transition where he just went up and like, I swear, man, like it, it just looked so natural. And it was, I just was like, Oh my God. Like I did not expect this that. It's not the same so, kid when you started scouting him, what, three years ago, almost to this point. Right. Yeah. 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 Like three years ago when he was a freshman, I was like, Holy cow. Like with Peyton, some of the stuff he did athletically, like, there was a lot that went into it, but with price, like there were a lot of movements, but with price, it was just like so natural and so smooth. And like, it looked like his head was at the rim. And if you're six, seven, like that's still pretty impressive. So, I mean, athletically check those boxes. And then from a scoring standpoint, it's like, man, like he proved this year of how much he could just be, you know, efficient as a scorer had the most points per possession or had the best points per possession um in the adidas circuit this year which is you know has a lot of really good players um yeah that was quite a stat when that was pulled up yeah. too it really was it, it's yeah. that's crazy to me average 27 points per game in the high school season while you know shooting 52 percent from the field like 45 percent from three and being you know just about mr do everything for Waukee northwest this year so that really you know opened the eyes of the iowa staff and like I said before, switching AAU teams really made an important an important uh, thing with him and, you know, being more comfortable in that role. I know he played with a lot more ball down among guys and with D1 Minnesota, but he really thrived as someone that could work off the ball, work yeah. off screens, um, you know, get downhill, score at all three levels. And, you know, I think that really played an important part with Iowa. And I think a couple of the coaches I talked to, I know when I was talking to Mr. Uh, Sanford, Brian Sanford, uh, Peyton and Price's dad at one of the tournaments, he was saying that some coaches were looking at him like a Ty Jerome type. And I, I'm not saying Sanford moves the way that Ty Jerome does, but he could have that type of impact with his size as a bigger guard, guy that can use his body really well, not overly quick, and you know, really control the dribble, um, shoot well, knock down threes, can knock down contested threes, um, get to the rim, find open teammates, and just kind of act as – you know, not really a combo guard, but, you know, in a combo guard in a way. I think Price it, will probably It's like play. a bigger combo guard, but he's a versatile guy that can go one through three because he's got the ball handling capabilities to be able to run that one guard spot if it's a big lineup too. Like he's his game is very uniquely crafted, and I think that's why it's going to fit in so well at Iowa. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, I think with Ty, that was a lot of things that he really did well. I saw the floor well, but – I mean, Iowa loves position versatility, and that's what you get in price. And, you know, with that improved athleticism that he's shown in the past year or so, like that was a really big selling point for Iowa. Yeah. And especially this spring, too. I mean, with the way that he knocked down shots, um, with the way they scored, he just looked a lot more comfortable on the floor than he did last year in AAU setting. Um, and really is the perfect storm, too, you know, with the Matt Gatons getting hired. And this past or last weekend with the official visit, there were a lot of things that really clicked well. and. You know, it was it was really just, you know, kind of just a long time coming, it seemed. I mean, I know Iowa, they there were a lot of schools in there that, you know, Price was telling those schools, like, I'm not going to Iowa just because my brother goes there. And, you know, he had the mindset going into his official visit that he was going to, you know, take more official visits. But Iowa just did an excellent job when he was up in Iowa City. And, you know, that that kind of sold him. And you know, obviously today making things public. I mean, again, Matt Gaines, too, I mean. Again, you, you talk about the early impact that he's had. I mean, just the buzz around the team. And I know you've talked to people. I've talked to people. I mean, he's clearly making making an imprint in the locker room very, very early and very apparent. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not saying it was the end-all be-all with Price and with Gaines yeah. going there, but 
it was huge. It was definitely a, a major impact. And I think Price really warmed up to the idea of playing with, um, you know, Peyton and playing with Iowa and, you know, not necessarily following his brother's footsteps because I think for a period of time, there was, was a part of Price, yeah, yeah, who, you know, is such an alpha personality. He was like, I'm not going to go to brother. I, I like his mindset, honestly, would be, I'm going to go, I'm going to go somewhere other than Peyton because I want to beat Peyton. That's, that's kind of his mindset. That's what some people thought. But I think yeah. he really started to warm up to the idea of like, okay, like I can team up with my brother again. And, you know, we can be a really dangerous duo, assuming we play together. And, you know, I, I think I was the best fit for me. And I think, you know, not only is Peyton there, but like, I think it's the best fit for me from a, you know, fit perspective, they recruited me harder than anyone. Um, you know, it's close to home and, you know, their relationship with Fran and obviously with Gaten's there too. It, you know, it all just seemed like the perfect storm, honestly. And, yeah, you know, it was kind of a coming of age thing. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I think it just got to a point where he, he just had to take a step back and realize that was the spot for him. And again, I know people are going to scoff at like, of course, Iowa should land him. And that's always, not necessarily always the case. There's always deeper causes in recruiting. And I know you and I continue to try to tell people that. And we'll, we'll kind of keep trying to tell people that. But, no, I, I really like Price's game. I think he's going to fit in very well. Now, how early does he play? I'm not sure because, obviously, being in position versatility helps. But Iowa's got some young guys right now that, that are very capable of playing at a high level. So there's no immediate rush for Price to come in and make an immediate impact. And I think that should, you know, not relieve him because, he, like you say, is an alpha that's going to want to go in there and compete. And he will get every opportunity to do so but he doesn't have to have the pressure of going in as a freshman to a big 10 school and do certain things and carry the load. So I think that is an important thing, Uh, but maybe price wants it, but he's not going to get it. But Sean, I know we got to, we got to talk about some of the other big visitor that was on campus uh, last week. Obviously that's uh, JP Estrella who Iowa has been trying to make a priority for, for quite some time. And I know, uh, Price and him got along very, very well on the trail. I'll give my update second, but I want you, I know you talked to, you've been talking to people around his camp following the visit and it, uh, it's pretty, pretty interesting buzz, but it is worth noting that he is fresh off the Syracuse official visit. I believe he got back home today and is now kind of in wait and see mode to see what he wants to do next. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, kinda, that's where it's at right now. Um, Syracuse official visit was really important to get there. I mean, Syracuse was the first to offer him. And I think when you have a school that's the first to offer you, you kind of got to give them a lot of time because, I mean, they believed in you first. And if they continue to make you a priority and obviously, you know, Syracuse, Jim Beheim, 
Um, you know, that kind of speaks for itself. I, I don't know how much longer he's going to be there. And I think that's, that's in a factor in JP's recruitment. But I think when you look at Iowa, you know, like I said before, like this is one of those things where if you're looking maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe even four or five years ago, like I don't think Iowa has a great shot with a guy like JP Estrella. Now I say that, you know, obviously Iowa has had the connection with Luca Garza has had that NBA success for at least putting guys in, you know, the national spotlight and then to yep. the NBA, you know, obviously got to keep some of those guys to stick in the NBA. But, you know, I think with the transfer portal too, a lot of these programs are focusing on guys where, you know, they can, they're going to play immediately or they're, so they're not worried as much about the high school ranks. Yeah. But I think with Iowa, obviously the transfer portal, they've struggled there. That's been a known thing, but I think honestly, like these are what the types of recruitments where having that transfer portal may help Iowa because they can focus on these three to four year type players while these other schools are like, okay, like we can kind of be more aggressive with certain things because we have the transfer portal. We're a big name program and we can get guys that, you know, are proven contributors in the college level. And yeah. I'm not saying that JP isn't that. I mean, he's still going into a senior year of high school, but he's more of a guy that I think is going to take a year or two before. I mean, maybe a second year I could see him really, really contribute. But I think his first year is going to be more of a developmental thing. And he's really, you know, taking that on. And I think that's what Iowa can sell too. And, you know, I think that's kind of their big pitch with it. And I think that's what's an appealing part to JP. But I think too that that bond that they got that he had on campus with a number of guys and having – Price Sanford on campus as well. You know, those two guys really hit it off. And I mean, Patrick McCaffrey's as, you know, personable as they come yeah. on that Iowa basketball roster and having him as official as a host was huge. So I think right now Iowa's in a really good spot. Um, and I think those blue bloods are Gonzaga, Kansas are still scoping around a little bit, but I would be surprised if it didn't come down to Duke or I mean, not Duke, excuse me, Duke's out of the race. If it come down to Iowa, Syracuse or, Tennessee and I think Iowa and uh, Tennessee might be might be the most um, able to land him but I'm interested to see what that Syracuse visit do did more when I when I'm able to dive into that a little bit more yeah and I know I I want to say rough I I surprised a lot of people uh, when a few days ago I submitted my crystal ball for Iowa to land Estrella uh, put a confidence meter of five and I know some people took it as he's going to commit. I'm not saying that whatsoever, but based on the Intel I've received and people I've talked to, which has been a long list, I'm hearing pretty consistent things. I think Iowa right now is in the best position to land Estrella. I mean, you talk, like you, you mentioned it, Sean, the bond he had with Price Sanford, the bond he had with Patrick, the, the bond he has with, I mean, everybody. And it's not worth, take this what's worth because social media isn't real life. But it's notable to me that Estrella followed every Iowa player, walk-on, and manager. That's not exactly a normal thing. But I know he loved the visit. I think it, it, it surpassed his expectation. He was very impressed with the film room work that he got with Fran McCaffrey. And he was very excited about the, the chemistry between the teammates off the court because in his mind, that's going to lead to success on the court. And, I mean, I think – Momentum is a real thing. Iowa landing price and those two having a bond. I think that's a really big deal, but you know, Tennessee has put the full court press on JP Estrella too. That's one of their top targets. Syracuse wants him really, really bad. 
Now, based on my early intel, I think Syracuse is still a tier below Tennessee and Iowa, but we're going to see when all these post-visit highs come down and he makes his own pros and cons list, and we'll see where he wants to go. But I know you and I talked quite a bit off the record about me potentially submitting a crystal ball. I think, again, it makes sense from this point. I'm not saying Iowa lands him, but I think Fran and company have done a really, really, really good job in this recruitment. And I think from a culture standpoint and what JP is prioritizing, I think I think Iowa definitely has an edge in that category as well. Right. And I think I'm not saying Syracuse is is doing this or Tennessee is doing this, but for those people that are worried about those blue blood coming in, I think JP has looked at what happened with the Duke situation. Obviously Duke and him seemed to part ways and those, they were the big favorites going into it. But I mean, Duke kind of said, okay, we got other options. Like we're going to, we're going to move on. You know, we didn't necessarily see you as a fit or whatever, how it went down. And I think JP's going to look at that and be like, okay, like they didn't prioritize me. Like in Gonzaga, Kansas, they're kind of still, you know, even kind of just taking it slow with me. Um, you know, I'm going to look at that and be like, okay, like I want to go to a school now. I'm going to learn from that Duke thing. I'm going to, I want to go to a school where I can feel wanted or I can feel really needed. And I think those yeah. three schools yeah. have a lot to sell with that. And I'm not saying that's what's going in through JP's head, but I think that's one of those things that he might be looking at when it comes to those potential other schools coming in and, you know, get them on those visits. No question. I think, you know, the blue bloods can operate differently than, than a lot of even brand schools. I mean, Sean, you've been on the recruiting show. You've covered recruiting long enough to know that. And I think most of our subscribers know that as well, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see if Iowa can, can land Estrella. I mean, obviously Iowa still after uh, TJ power and Kerry Booth were two top 100 prospects as well. TJ power probably being the next top priority. I mean, I would say they're prioritizing Estrella just based on the timing of everything right now. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would say so. And I think they really like that fit with Owen Freeman too. Yes. Yeah. I think that's an important point as well. And, you know, with Iowa landing price, if Iowa lands JP Estrella, I know Sean, you, you mentioned it and I think it's completely valid. It's on paper at least could be one of Fran McCaffrey's best classes he's had at, at Iowa. Obviously, the Adam Woodbury Mike Gazelle class is going to be up there as well, but this would be a really, really big win for, for Fran McCaffrey and company and really taking advantage of that national brand that he's starting to push more and more with, you know, individual players shining, getting in the NBA, winning national awards, et cetera. Right, and, you know, putting together a really tough non-conference schedule too. I think that's that's something that could be noted and. You know, I think it's something by design, too. They want to get more into the Northeast with the Courtney Eldridge connections. And obviously you see that with the guys that they're recruiting in this class, TJ Power and JP Estrella especially. But getting those types of games in that side of the country in prime time is really appealing to those types of recruits. And we saw with JP Estrella, too, and Luca Garza. Obviously he wasn't able to see a lot some of those games, but the games that he did watch, like he was captivated by Iowa because of Luca Garza. And that's just opened the yeah. door to growing that relationship with Fran McCaffrey, growing it with Courtney Eldridge, um, you know, and I don't think that's something that you see in five years ago. And I think that's, that's really important. I mean, winning basketball and having a brand is so important. I mean, you see it with Indiana now. I mean, I know I'm using it as an example, Indiana last won their national championship in 1987 has, has had success before, 
And I mean, obviously having Mike Woodson, a former NBA head coach is really intriguing, but yep. their tradition that relies a lot on the national brand. I'm not saying Iowa isn't that level or even really close to that level, but they're relevant because of what they've done brand. and yep. the players that they've had. And that is such an important part of recruiting too. And, you know, I know some people will look at NIL more, but I mean, it's become more of a part of with NIL too. And obviously I think with the more success Iowa has and, that's only going to take this really program to an, another, you know, new level. I'm not saying that these guys are going to come in and be all conference players right away, but what have we seen with some of these four-year players that Fran McCaffrey, Fran McCaffrey has had in the program? Obviously, Keegan Murray's a little bit of an outlier, but he was designed – he was really designed to be a four-year player. Yeah. Yeah. No one could have anticipated Keegan Murray doing what he did unless you're some sort of basketball genius, and I'd, I'd love to talk with you. But <laughs> – like these types of guys, Brock Harding, obviously the size component worries some people, but Owen yep. Freeman, you know, Price Sanford, potentially J.P. Estrella. Like these are guys that Fran wants in the program and ones that Fran believes he can win with. And not only are they in it for one year, but they're in it for four to five years or however long they're there. And I think that's such an important part of, you know, Iowa getting these prospects too, because I feel like the transfer portal has really opened that up in some area to a degree. You know, and I think talking about J.P. Estrella a little bit more, Sean, I mean, I think you wrote about this. NIL was not a big deal to him. Iowa started to pitch it to him, and he just said, you know, with all due respect, I'm not here for that. He wants to play winning basketball, and he wants to get a good education, and he wants to maximize his potential go to the league. That's it. So it is, you know, so whatever this recruitment does come down to, it does not sound like NIL is going to be that big of a deal. And I think that plays in Iowa's favor, not because Iowa's NIL is underfunded or anything like that, but obviously Fran's advocate. He wants his guys to take advantage of NIL and to get paid, et cetera. But that, that I think just from getting to know, you know, the Iowa culture, getting to know Fran, getting to know some of the guys, Sean, I mean, I think that really, really fits in line with what Iowa wants to do as a program. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I think it's notable, too, when I talk to J.P., Iowa said, okay, we'll cover NIL. It's like, they're like, how much does it like mean to you? Or, you know, how much of a factor is it going to be? He's like, it's not that big of a deal. Let's just focus on, you know, basketball and a academics. But I mean, you know, if you're getting that much, if you're getting a certain amount of money thrown at you from other programs too, I have a hard time believing that you're going to turn that down or like not, yeah. you know, your ears aren't going to perk up. But I think that's where JP's head is at too, is like, you know, if that happens, that happens. But at the end of the day, like he's focused on what, you know, Iowa can offer him from a basketball and academic standpoint. And, you know, NIL just comes second. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth, but I think that was notable too. No doubt. And I think, again, I think Fran McCaffrey and company, I think they've done a really good job of pushing that brand, going younger with their coaching staff and yes. you know, even the players being super personable. I think it's been a big, big help. And I think Fran McCaffrey – I think they're doing a lot of really good things right now to take a next step forward as a program. I know you and I have talked about that. We're probably going to have to continue to talk about that, but a lot of momentum there. Sean and I will do a separate podcast talking about the football fall camp, kind of what we're hearing. We have plenty of buzz on that at HawkeyeInsider.com. But again, definitely an exciting time to be joining 24-7 Sports, get 50% off an annual subscription uh, today, that sale is only going to go on, I believe, through Monday as we're recording this on Saturday afternoon. So 
Sean, we'll, we'll, we'll get back at this, but I think, like you said, I think it was definitely important that you and I touched on a couple of, of hot topics, especially since it was such a big day for Iowa basketball. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, I mean, the momentum continues to go. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of really positive vibes around that program and recruiting circles. And I mean, in 2024 as well, they had a big unofficial visitor this past week in JT right. Rock, yeah, seven footer out of, uh, yeah, the seven footer out of South Dakota who I was battling, um, Purdue and Iowa State for and Creighton and a couple other programs. So it's going to be, I mean, obviously I have Cooper Koch already in that class too, but I mean, getting a guy like JT Rock early who could take fall official visits would be really important as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue to dive into that as, as more information and more buzz is fresh off that. So again, HawkeyeInsider.com, a ton of, I don't even know how many articles we have at this point up about, uh, about, Price, about Price Sanford at this point, Sean, but we're going to continue to, you know, to, uh, to turn out the content and uh, yeah, football's back. Let's keep diving into it. So again, HawkeyeInsider.com. Until next time, talk to you soon.